0: welcome to Voices for Local, or May, who Monisha Singh Katyal. Today we're here to get insights into a brand that has not just evolved with the times, but to have the exquisite pieces as part of your collection is an absolute delight. I'm talking about not just one, but two brands today that are just as big offline as they're online. Satyani Fine Jewels and Tayani Fine Jewels. It's my pleasure to welcome on this show the founder Shravan Satyani and get to know from him how does he continue to keep innovating and creating pieces that are must-haves. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. It's really, really a pleasure. But something that I've never asked you before and I have known you for so long is that you know you come from a family of jewelers like your father has been in this business but did you want to do this or would you have pursued something else
1: i personally saw my father doing this business from very early days like when i was probably five or six seven years old seeing him carry a bag in those days jewelry stores were not prevailing Jewelers used to do business where they used to carry bags and designs in bags and people would not invest so much money in jewelry. So a lot of the transactions or a lot of the interactions rather would happen from the home premises. And it just sunk in that this is what I would want to do. Of course, I learned a lot along the way as far as picking up the pen and sketching and designing, which was never done in the past. But yeah, uh, somewhere down, I knew that I will get into the same business.
0: You know, I think, Shravan, one of your biggest strengths, actually, more than your creativity, more than your marketing skills, is you have an innate sense of identifying what your customer needs. It's such a personal experience buying jewelry. And you have this, you know, relationship with every customer, you know, when A walks into the store, what they want, when B walks in. So, you know, how important it is to have that relationship.
1: So what I learned in my early years of business was that jewelers per se can make money in two formats. One format is they go out there and socialize with the whole world and bring clients into their store where they had zero knowledge of the product, zero taste and understanding of the product. It was just the PR skills that would keep their customers happy and that would be a big draw for their customers. The other way was to understand your product, understand your customer, see what they like, see their preferences, see what they're leaning towards and guide and advise them correctly. For which design knowledge is very important and also to judge and to read your customer and see their preferences and everybody knows their mind. So if today if a customer is looking for something which is dainty and I'm trying to sell us something which is bulky, I'm not doing justice to myself. And more importantly, I'm pushing her in the wrong direction. What would happen is by pushing the customer in the wrong direction on the spur of the moment, he or she would pick up that piece of jewelry, walk out of the store, come back to you two days later and say, ho gayi, mujhe karna hai. I would want something else. So it's best to be honest. Give your best Advice to your customers: don't just push and sell something to them which they're not going to be happy
0: with. No, because I absolutely vouch for it, Shravan. There are so many times you've personally told me, don't buy it. You were not after making a sale, you were after giving me the correct advice. Okay, so you know, I want to quote you some research here and tell you that in November 2020, adoption of digital distribution platforms across manufacturers of gems jewelry, luxury fashion jewelry quad tripled to 55% from 13% during the pandemic. And you were one of the early people who actually decided to take your brand online. Now, I want to know how was that whole experience, because there is a larger customer base who is not interacting with you on a day-to-day basis. In India, when you buy jewelry, it's also a family experience, right? The family makes a lot of decisions together. So it's not just the bride deciding for herself, right. but the whole family gets involved. So how do you ensure that online?
1: So coming back to your question where you stated facts where jewelry business quadrupled, my honest view is that it quadrupled because of desperation, as in no choice, you were stuck at home, you wanted to get married, you had an intimate party of 50 people, you live in America, you can't travel to India or you live in any part, tier 1, tier 2, tier 3 city of India, you want to access the jeweler but you are not able to access, that's what led to increase in sale. It also led to increase in competition for people who are already selling jewelry online because every mom and pop shop started to adapt into that sphere. Right. saying that oh, hai online, so even I can do it and if I can't sell 100 pieces at least better than sitting at home with a shop shut I can at least try and sell 10 pieces to my existing customers or in and around push my brand up so where you had 50 people playing on the online sphere now you had f- maybe, a- maybe over a lakh of people every small shop coming out and saying you know Monisha you are sitting at home let me send you a piece of jewelry let me send you a whatsapp with an image on it. Let me send you a link to do a Zoom call and show you my pieces of jewelry because you're not willing to come to my store. So I'll send it home to you. So that's the reason why actually online sales quadruple. That's the reason. But my strong belief is the way I see the world opening up, God willing, if everything goes well, somewhere around October, November 2022 is when we will see the retail boom coming around and the fun and pleasure of shopping in a retail space is irreplaceable in my opinion. I mean, we may do everything possible in our capacity to comfort you, to show you pieces of jewelry online, to do Zoom calls with you, to have models wearing the piece of jewelry, data streamlined, do everything in our capacity. But just to be present and to hold that piece of jewelry and get a touch and feel, it's just the experience. Retail is has got its own charm. So, again, my belief is online business here to stay, but nothing beats retail.
0: No, especially in jewelry, because it's an expensive investment you're making into a piece. So I completely agree. But, you know, I also see a lot of your other brands around you who are in the business, but, you know, they haven't evolved with time. I see Tayani, Satyani as a brand that actually evolved with time, invested a lot in their online business as well. So I also get very intrigued by the fact that with data being such a big thing, how much emphasis you per se lay to data to understand your customers, analytics to say, where are we getting our maximum customers from? What kind of stuff are they buying? So how much of your time actually goes into data?
1: So we have a huge team and all they're doing is analyzing data, micro-targeting the customer audiences, seeing which zones work the best, see what kind of filters they need to use to reach to the right audience and uh, how they should present the jewelry. How should the website be, I mean, it's the way forward and it requires a lot of hard work and a lot of acumen, I must say. So we've got a young team on board who does all of this. I give them insights on what is the kind of design, what are the price points we should target, how we should make our jewelry. I don't like to use the word affordable, but I would say how we can make our jewelry in a very competitive sphere. In spite of being a brand, we should not be overpriced. And I mean, we have to be innovative. So we need to think six months, one year in advance as to what next? What's what's the new collection that we need to do? How can we be ahead of the competition? Because we're setting benchmarks. So when Tiani started... I actually took it upon myself as a challenge to transform an art form, which was obsolete. Hmm. And the world used to call that art form thappa jewelry. Well, I totally distanced myself from it. I said the method of manufacturing is very intelligent, where you could make one piece of jewelry hundred times over and still look the same. But it did not have an ethical value to it, whereas in you're aware, right, in all these rural areas in Rajasthan, I mean, customers have no confidence in the wax that goes into a piece of jewelry. And then there are theories and stories that there's only foil, there's no gold. So we said, you know what, we absolutely got rid of that whole theory, we started casting gold into the same plates so the Rajasthani boy used to bake wax in a plate we started baking gold in a plate right and then we started scraping away all the unnecessary dead weight of the gold and our jewelry is gold made of gold
0: so there's a resale value to it
1: absolutely and other people what they do is they bake the wax then they paint the enamel on top or they paint the color of the gold. Which is what you have in pan. It's called varak or on top of sweets or desserts.
0: Correct, correct. That. You have it in front or on top of a shahi firni.
1: Right. So that art form, which was called thappa, was reorganized by us using that smart, intelligent manufacturing technique. But right. we went down the legit part of putting gold into our pieces. Whereas other people put just wax and paint it. So initially, a lot of resistance. But when they saw that the kind of pieces that we are making are legit, beautiful.
0: And a value for them.
1: Absolutely. At the end of it, today, three years down the road, people don't use the word thappa anymore now. They say, you have to buy So, I mean, it just reminds me of that Coca-Cola ad where they say, Thanda means Coca-Cola.
0: Coca-Cola, correct.
1: The same way they say, jewelry. tyani jewelry. You have to jewelry. I'm saying not only in a city, it's across India, it's across the world today. I mean I've had suppliers from across the country come in saying, Thank you so much. You revived this art form? Hameaj business milgi artist. And they don't manufacture for me because we've got a stand-alone factory with copyright and trademarks on our molds. So we manufacture only at our factory. But I'm saying other people whose businesses had fully died out because this art form was a dying art form have come, come back and said. <laughs> now other people want to copy the any jewelry so we are just copying the same products that you are doing and I have to keep constantly telling him but Instagram notice
0: right and I think once you do give a warning the good guys who did it would back off okay so you know like you said it revived an art form it revived you know a way of making jewelry that was dying but it also revived your Kar girls who were doing that. And you know, the whole show, the reason why we do this show is because we like the fact that our own brands, Indian brands, work very closely with these Karigars. But during the pandemic, how did the business get affected? How did you make sure that the Karigars were taken care of and your team was taken care of? How easy or tough was it?
1: So we, during pandemic, what we did is, to be really honest with you, for the first four months, we were totally shut, Right. We ensured that our factory had enough money with them and they sent their carregers back to the respective villages rather than being cooped up in one premises. And uh, we absolutely made sure to be really honest with you and not just saying it for the sake of saying it, that everybody got paid through the entire period. Not discounted, not 10%, not 20%. Absolutely everybody got paid. There were three or four very high level People in our company who are educated enough and who came forward and said that, you know what, we are okay not to be paid and we do understand your stress. And that was a great gesture on their part.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. You know, they they know and if they're sensible, they know that if they stay with you as a brand, ultimately everybody will grow.
1: That same year, we ended up giving all our staff people a bonus for Diwali also. Because when we came out of lockdown, we... Absolutely doubled or tripled our online sale during that period. Oh, so wow. there was no reason to hold back anybody's I Diwali. people
0: were just waiting to spend money. They had not done so for so long that they were just waiting to spend There money. was revenge
1: buying, absolutely there was revenge buying.
0: So you know one question that's always intrigued me is that it says Tayani Jewelry by Karan Johar and you've partnered with Karan. How has that name or associating with a celebrity helped the business
1: so karan in my opinion is absolutely bang on as far as his design sense is concerned his acumen in that sphere now our case he is with us at all given point of time to guide us i mean he sees a future he sees a way forward he's already very bullish today on men's jewelry because men's jewelry is getting very popular and now men are coming out post pandemic to say that if women can why can't we
0: yes yes yes
1: so they're wearing like huge pendants which are strung with emeralds and rubies they're wearing brooches they don't want costume jewelry anymore they want the real thing
0: wow i think it's so cool that men are now going to be like wearing the real stuff as well
1: they love it Absolutely, and they want to be bling. They don't want to be in subtle about it anymore.
0: Oh, wow. So, what are the new trends that you see? You know, there was the whole thing of everybody was heavily buying bridal jewelry, and most people would buy jewelry if there was a ghar ki shadi or, you know, for other people's weddings. Then, over a period of time, it became cocktail parties and so on and so forth. So, what are the new trends that you foresee that will rule the market?
1: As far as jewelry is concerned, I'm a little bit more conservative in my thought, right? So I feel that people today have got so much more exposure to other luxury goods that jewelry back in the old days, women would finish the kitty party, come with their money, sit down in our stores and say, okay, what's the new piece out this week and we want to buy it. So we used to have like 20-20 women coming at one time and sitting down and selecting one piece of jewelry for the one who has won the kitty and come right now, right? Correct,
0: correct. It, it. it was
1: like a, like, like a whole day spent for them. Like you get up. Get ready, go for lunch, have your lunch, go to the jeweler, pick up a piece of jewelry and you go back home smiling. And then the next one waits for the next month when she gets her round, right? But today, comparatively with the younger generation, they are more sensible and conservative with their jewelry purchasing. They look at it specifically from occasion perspective. So that spontaneous round they are buying, in my opinion, doesn't exist anymore. It is how a jeweler is able to entice his customer to buy a piece of jewelry which is not only good looking but it should last a lifetime. You don't want to be buying pieces which are just in vogue anymore. You want to buy classic pieces which you can pass down or even though you don't They're pass timeless.
0: down. They are timeless. You can wear them with multiple outfits and you know you can wear them at any age.
1: Correct. So I've always been more design-centric in terms of Classier, simpler aesthetics which last a long time. And I used to face this competition back in the day where I would be focusing on every single leaf or intricate detail on a piece of jewelry, and other people would be just focusing on concepts. So some days they are dangling blue color plastic enamel, and some days they are dangling carved stones, just garish pieces, but I mean, in six months, one year, people are saying, Oh my god, let's change this for something else. Let's change this for something. Now, fashion. Now, a fashion. These were the words that you And our pieces, people still pick up 15 years down the road and say, You know, that pair which I bought from you, I still get compliments today. Right. Versus people are saying that the other piece of jewelry that you bought, one year later, isko change. have changed. have So, we always focused on something which is long term. So, my vision. Or rather what I see the youngsters getting, like I said, getting more sensible is they will make purchases for sensible events and they will not make rash purchases anymore. But it's a matter of designing better to capture that audience. So it's like I'm again not emphasizing on price point. I'm emphasizing on the look. So for me, price is something which I feel that it is my duty to ensure that I get my customer a good price. So whether it's worth 50,000, 20,000 or 1 lakh rupees. That is not my focus. My focus is to make sure I get a good looking, aesthetically smart, trendy piece, which is not available. And I would want to take it to every household. So my intention for Tiani is to ensure that I can get it across every part of the country and across every part of the world. I mean, no borders. Let's put it this way. So basically,
0: you're a one stop shop to create timeless pieces.
1: Absolutely. And with trust and confidence, that's the most important thing. Because my vision is very clear. Trust Tiani. Because everything is about trust. It's always been the core of my entire business till today. It's very difficult to trust a jeweler. And I know, honestly, Monisha, I took on the most toughest fear. Jadau jewelry, which people don't trust their, even their own house jeweler they don't for trust it, right? No,
0: and also anyone, mindset always is... Don't buy it. Usme koi value nahi hai. Correct. You know, th- that's the typical Indian mindset. Don't buy jadao. Don't buy polki. There's no value. You would rather buy a gold bangle. So, you know, to break that has been a challenge. I can imagine a challenge in itself. And at the same time, I like, you know, the fact that you're a one-stop shop. And trust, because I see a lot of your customers, Shravan, have come back to you again and again. Because it's the trust that they invest in you to say, he's advised me right and he's given me a good piece.
1: The good part about Tiani is that we have a whole new set of audience and I don't even interact with them. In fact, they don't even know I own the company or I'm a part of the company or, or I'm a partner in the company or in the creative head of the company. They just, they know Tiani and they have faith that if Karan is attached to the brand, it's An honest brand, it's a legit brand, it's not something he would endorse and I will give him the credit for absolutely cementing the fact that it is our vision, it's our faith, it's our confidence that we will never shortchange our customer but it's also his face which adds that credibility and that reassurance that you know what Karan is a legit guy, he is never going to lend his face to a company which doesn't have strong moral values. And the amalgamation has been brilliant. Plus, we have the added benefit of him giving us insight on design. Correct. It really helps. And plus, you yeah. have
0: all of Bollywood wearing you. Today, all of Bollywood I see is proudly wearing Tayani.
1: That's a bonus. And
0: I think that definitely... We are in a country where Bollywood and Cricket are two religions people follow. And they definitely get influenced when, you know, stars wear it.
1: And with the growing audience, aspirational value is very, Absolutely. very important. Absolutely. But most people take undue advantage of that aspirational value and pricing the product so high that the real man or the real woman who goes out to purchase says, you know what, I don't get ripped off. And Tiani is working the other way around. I mean, we are the kind of brand where if we do something wrong or we we really, the product gets broken in transit for any reason, we panic more than the customer. And you know, customers have this fear that, what happens with Indian retail spaces is, is when you receive a piece of, whether it's a clothing or a jewelry or something, and there's something wrong with it, the first thing that a woman does out of, it's an instant reaction. She starts shouting at the customer care first. Because in India, they say, when you shout, only then you get your way, right? <laughs> when you talk politely means the other person takes you for granted.
0: granted. yeah.
1: And it happens. I've personally seen it across other channels also. So, but at Tiani, we have very super sensitive about the fact that if something goes wrong, the first thing you need to do is take immediate action. Get the piece picked up, sort it out. Of course, I'm not saying that we are 100% on the ball, but the intention is very clear that we do not want to keep a customer hanging for any reason. They don't need to be pestering us or chasing us to get that thing fixed.
0: Because in the end, if you don't take care of that customer, the customer is not coming back. You know, however much they might love the piece, they will not come back. And it is such a thing where you say that you're shipping across. You know, you, things will go wrong. It's with your best intentions as well. Things could could go wrong.
1: No, it, it happens with the logistics companies. It does happen. And corrective measures are taken at our end. And we manage to cope with such things also. We do our best to make sure that, like you said, customer must always be happy. And please understand, a customer buying jewelry from Tiani online for the first time, if he or she receives a piece of jewelry and is happy with that piece of jewelry, can you imagine the good word that she would put into her closest family, which could be another extended hundred odd people?
0: Absolutely. There is nothing bigger than word of mouth.
1: I see online business in the next two years spreading across like wildfire because of word of mouth. So if I ship a nice piece of jewelry to America, if a person buys it over there, she will give consent to her five other closest friends who will then go and order from Tiani. When they receive their five pieces and if they are happy with five, they'll tell 50 more people. It's basically that old world, same word of mouth, but this time around, you have more accessibility sitting at home. So a person who would usually fly down from America or fly down from a UK to do their cruise or shopping, will now say, listen, I don't want to honestly spend this kind of money on airfare, go and stay at a hotel, get things done, when Tiani is willing to do it for me. And it's a convenience of
0: ordering something from your living room.
1: Yes. And that difficulty and hurdle of trust is already achieved.
0: Correct. You're right. I mean, I think the biggest blessing is that it's helped you reach a wider audience, social media and online business. But in the end, the story is in the product
1: yes absolutely without product you can't get anywhere there's
0: nothing bigger than the brand and i always say the story might be whatever you know people spend a lot of money in marketing a product it's also yes. needed but if the product is not the story then no amount of marketing can actually help
1: absolutely the product is the hero product will remain the hero and you need to be on the ball as far as design and design sensibilities are concerned or else you will just Or
0: you'll just fade away.
1: You've seen the biggest of brands fade away on arrogance. Saying that we will overcome and we will sustain, but no, it doesn't work that way. You got to be with it. You gotta work with times, you gotta move with times. A small example you just gave me about minimalistic jewelry, right? I mean if you spoke to me two years back or three years back, I would say oh, I don't want to waste my time on minimal jewelry. I sell such heavy bridal necklaces, why would I even bother to go down that path? And today I'm saying, nobody's going to buy the bridal sets. I need to go down the minimal path. So the voice changes and you move with it.
0: Yes, you constantly innovate with that time. Absolutely. So on that Agreed. note, Shavan, thank you so much for being a part of this. Wish you all the very best for your new minimalistic launch. Yes, I already possess a piece of it. So yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I have yeah, it yeah. and it's
0: made it to my Instagram also.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Thanks.
0: All the way. Thank you for choosing to be a part of this show, Shravan. Wishing you all the best. To all my listeners, write in to me with your suggestions, names of brands that you would like to see get featured on my Instagram, at Monisha Singh Katyal. Until next time, check out Satyani Fine Jewels and Tayani Fine Jewels online. Happy shopping!